Welcome to On Par with the President podcast. Today I'm joined by LSU senior Ogden Honors College student Madeline Fryer. Fryer, who's a Louisiana native, is studying coastal environmental science. We're going to tee it off. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm excellent. It's exciting. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So growing up in New Orleans, what was your relationship to the coast and the environment? I mean, the coast and environment have been integral to every part of my growth as an individual, uh, education, upbringing. My parents were avid outdoors people. So as a kid, if it was outside, I was doing it. Camping, hiking, kayaking, canoeing, catching tadpoles, playing with insects. I was always outside. And so that fostered a real sense of love and appreciation and respect for the environment. But it's also been a really important part of my education. Uh, Growing up in New Orleans, I went to public schools there and I was very fortunate. We did a lot of science activities and my teachers always integrated coast and environment into those studies. For instance, I remember in elementary school, we did this little project and it was after the oil spill in the Gulf and it was trying to clean up oil and they just had this little pan and they filled it with water and then they poured some vegetable oil in and they gave us different soaps and pipe cleaners and pom-poms and cotton balls and they told us to try and clean up as much of the oil as we could before it got to this end of the basin and so you know you would float straws on the water to be booms or use the dish soap which would be a chemical dispersant and so I I've always had coastal experiences as part of my education and so it's just been a really important part of my growth as an individual. So you had those wonderful early experiences, but what made you decide to study the coast and environmental science as an LSU student? You know, I actually started at LSU as a pre-med and nutrition major, and I was in the Honors College, and we take HNRS classes, and I was looking at the list, and one of them was on marine phytoplankton, and I thought, I know nothing about that, but it sounds fascinating. So I signed up for that class, and it was in the College of the Coast and Environment, I loved it so much. I was always staying after class, asking the professor questions, and I started to get to know the faculty in the college. I took a tour of the college, and I changed majors. I just knew I was at home. Well, you mentioned professors. Um, What do the faculty mean to you in terms of the mentorship and experiences that you've had? I would not be where I am today without the faculty advisors that I've had. I just have a tremendous amount of appreciation to them. I'd like to give a shout out to my honors advisor, my uh, thesis advisor, Dr. Benfield. He encourages me to ask questions. He answers my questions. He's patient because I ask a lot of questions and he encourages me to apply for scholarships and fellowships and he helps me with my writing. And I've just grown so much as a researcher and student because of his advising. And so huge thank you. Well. He's leading you on a thesis. That means you're asking some questions. Tell us about your thesis and the potential impact it may have for us here in East Baton Rouge Parish. So my thesis is, the the fancy terminology for it is utilizing UAVs to evaluate anthropogenic debris accumulation in an urban Baton Rouge watershed, which is just the really fun scientific way of saying using drones to study the flux and accumulation of trash in Baton Rouge water. So the particular place I'm looking at is Bayou Fountain. It drains the southern portion of East Baton Rouge, and actually Tiger Stadium is in the watershed. 
Uh, so Bayou Fountain recently had a boom installed in the intersection of Highland and Burbank, and that boom collects garbage. And so my thesis uses drones to take picture of pictures of the trash that's accumulating in that boom. And so the goal was to really look at the types of trash, the material, the amount, and the brands that are accumulating. Is there a specific finding that you'd like to share with our community that, because this is a big problem and we need it resolved. So what's, what's your big takeaway from the thesis? You're close, right? You're almost done. I actually defended it almost three or four weeks ago. So. Oh, congratulations. Yes, thank That's you. That's awesome. So help us understand the big takeaway because we need to fix that problem. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I consider us to be living in a plastic pandemic. That's what I call it because single-use plastics are everywhere. We use them for a matter of seconds and they persist in the environment for hundreds of years. And it's just a massive issue. And so one of the things I looked at in my study was what percent of the trash accumulating is plastic. 87% of the trash is plastic. And that's a huge number. And that's including styrofoam. So takeout dishes, styrofoam cups, but it also includes beverage bottles, food wrappers, and I just think we need to evaluate our actions as individuals and as a society. And I think we need to reduce the usage of single-use plastics, invest in a good water bottle and use tap water. Uh, think before you pick up that straw. Do you really need a straw? Sometimes you do, but um, not all the time. Well, that's a lesson that's um, going to be tough. But people's habits are are hard to break, but I know you're not a psychologist on habits, but I, I appreciate that finding. Now, is it true that you like to be a pilot one day? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so for my research, I'm using drones and I had to get my FAA Part 107 commercial drone license. And when I went into it, I thought, okay, you know, I'll have to learn how far, how, how far I can fly the drone, how high, that kind of stuff. But then I actually also had to learn like airspace classifications for airports. And I had to learn call codes and how to read weather briefings and all sorts of stuff that I kind of thought, well, that's more pilot related, but I needed to know it for my drone exam. Well, while studying, I thought this is just the coolest ever. So I decided I wanted to get my pilot's license. I did my ground school. I've got four hours logged in an airplane. I'm working towards it. It's set on my calendar for 2025. By 2025, I want to have my private pilot license. All right. Well, that's going to be exciting to see. I hope you can use it for your research. Uh, yeah, yeah. They have lots of positions like NASA, National Park Service. You're a high achieving student. I mean, you're in the honors college, you've done a thesis, you've gone off to earn a PhD. Um, what do you attribute your success so far? Definitely the support network and advisors that I have. Uh, my family, who always believes in me, of course, and they encourage me to follow my passions. And then my advisors here at LSU, the professors I've had, the faculty I've interacted with, they're just the most passionate people about their positions and their jobs and their research. And I think that having the opportunity to earn my education here has helped me become more passionate about the things that I am researching because I, I see my professors and how much they care about their work. And so that's really helped me develop passion for the environment and research. And I think their encouragement has also been really helpful. Just their advising in general, they're always open to that questions, which I ask a lot of. So I just really appreciate the, the time that 
everyone in the College of the Coast environment is willing to give me when I have questions for them. Well, I love the fact that you ask a lot of questions. That's that's that is the heart of the university. That's how you discover. That's that's awesome. Now, have you started your internship in New Orleans? So you're in the middle of it right now? I am, yes. So talk to us about the internship and what are you learning and why do you think it was important for your education? You know, so it's actually, I'm interning for the New Orleans city government, the Mosquito Termite and Rodent Control Board. And going into it, I don't have a background in entomology. And so I'm working mostly with the mosquito people there. I didn't. I don't have a strong background in entomology, but I did have a background in environmental science, and a lot of the classes I've taken here have to do with pollution, so aquatic pollution, environmental toxicology, environmental chemistry, the organics, analytical chemistries. So I figured that working with them would be a great opportunity to learn a little bit more about pesticides, but it's also been so much more than that. I've learned to take care of mosquitoes in the insectary. I've learned all about the different types of mosquitoes, and it's just been really interesting and fascinating because it's something I don't have a strong background in, but I've really appreciated the opportunity to learn about something that was a little outside of my comfort zone. So it's really helped me grow in that capacity. And it's kind of shown me, you know, I can go into something and as long as I'm willing to try and read and ask questions, I can, I can really do anything I set my mind to. That's amazing. Now you've had a very special academic journey and I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to pick one experience that you would say you're most proud of or just thankful that you had a chance to do, what, what would you pick? I guess my answer to that is sort of twofold, uh, mostly undergraduate research, but I, I'm my thesis, so I'm going to lump my thesis into undergraduate research. I'd have to say I, I got involved with undergraduate research within three months of being in the college my freshman year. I just responded to an email for someone looking for someone to help sample roots in a lab. And I thought, okay, this is the opportunity. So I started in that lab sorting roots, and then I moved to sorting microplastics. And then that's when I moved to Dr. Benfield's lab. And I was really enjoying the work on plastics in the environment because my parents have always taught me, you know, do not litter. You know, I always have reusable bags in the car. I have a reusable water bottle, reusable straws. I carry utensils so I don't need to use a plastic fork when I eat out. So they've always taught me, take care of the environment. And I really appreciated the work that Dr. Benfield was doing on plastics in the environment because that's something that myself and my family is really passionate about. And so I asked him, we had a good working relationship, if he would be my thesis advisor, my mentor, and he agreed and we came up with this project together. So I definitely undergraduate research in my thesis. It's just it's just been instrumental in my growth as a student, and it's really reinforced what I've learned in the classroom. You have two of the three biggies that I think are important for an undergraduate. You did an internship, which I think is extremely important, and you've done undergraduate research. If you had to study abroad, you have all three, but <clears throat> you you have traveled and thought about research, and, and so it's it's very special. I'm glad to hear your the way you describe this. Now, we know your next step is a PhD program. What do you hope to accomplish um, in this next phase of your education and research? So I've had lots of meetings with different PhD, potential PhD advisors, and all of them say one thing in common. Uh, a PhD is to push the boundaries of science. It's to increase our knowledge of how the world works. And it's to be able to ask really, really targeted, specific questions that are going to benefit society, the environment somehow. 
So my goal is to be able to develop the ability to ask those really targeted, important questions that we can build upon for research, for development of the society, but also for taking care of the environment. And I want to be able to contribute to research that's not been done before, that pushes the boundaries of science and, and deepens our knowledge of how the world around us works. That's awesome. That's exactly what a PhD is for. So many people say they just want to get a PhD, but you explain that extremely well. Excellent. What, what advice would you give newer LSU students right now after you've had this experience is coming to an end? What would you tell them? I mean, number one is get involved in undergraduate research. Number two is never be afraid to ask questions and go to your faculty's office hours, ask questions. Even if you don't think it's a really important question, go ask it because relationships with faculty are really important. They help, they answer your questions. They might write you a letter of recommendation. So I think developing a, a relationship with your faculty and professors is really important. But number one is get involved in undergraduate research. It's it's just a great way to reinforce what you're learning in the classroom. It's a great way to improve your community communication skills. And LSU makes it pretty easy to find someone to work with. Um, they have advisors everywhere. They have the Discover Undergraduate Research Program, and they're willing to pair you with a faculty advisor. So get involved in research. It's just, it's a, it's an amazing experience. Well, thank you for that. I, I concur. And I, I, I'm just, I'm getting excited hearing you talk about your excitement related to it. So let's go to some fun questions. Too. Okay. Favorite place on campus? Mike's Habitat. I think that's my favorite. I try to go say hi to him when I'm walking to class. And a few weeks ago, I went up to his his habitat and he was sitting on his rock. And I said, hey, Mike, you know, and I waved at him and he walked over. I was so excited. I called my mom. I was like, mom, Mike just walked over to me. I said hi to him. I think he recognizes me. But I, All right. that's probably that's not a, that. That's a great favorite place. <laughs> favorite memories from your time at LSU? This one I'm going to go back a little bit. Is that okay? My dad is an LSU grad. And okay. so... I grew up coming to football games. I mean, I went to a football game at least once a year, every year of my life, other than the first year of the pandemic, and so and baseball games. And so my dad has always been a, a diehard LSU fan. <laughs> and so growing up, he would bring me to campus all the time, and he would point out, oh, I had class there. I was an RA there. And I always really loved that. So when I when I came here for my schooling, I got to kind of, when I walk around, I think, oh, man, this is so cool. My dad used to have class in this building, or oh, my dad used to live there. And so I kind of enjoy that. But I also love football games. Love that. I love that. I really do. Well, Madeline, it's just been a pleasure to get to hear you talk about your research and the excitement you have. And I wish you the very best in the future with your PhD studies. Congratulations on completing or nearly completing your undergraduate studies. we got a little while longer to go, but it's just really exciting to see um, how passionate you are about research and the work with the coast and the environment and just best wishes to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. <laughs>